Thank you for joining me once again, and we continue this journey through the book of Ephesians and uh, bringing it to a conclusion as we conclude the year 2021. And again, I will remind you and encourage you to, uh, uh, when we move into January 1st to 2022, uh, we have a whole new devotional series set up and planned uh, that will coincide uh, with a read through the Bible plan in a year. So I hope you will make plans uh, to do that. It will be posted in the same way in the same places. Now, we are once again in Ephesians. We're in chapter 4. We're in verses 25 through 32. And so if you've got a Bible and it's where you can, it's convenient, let's take a look at those verses. Again, a therefore, again, uh, a link between what's been said, what's about to be said. They're connected. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Uh, Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Uh, Let the thief no longer steal. Uh, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such is as is good for building up its uh, as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you uh, along uh, with all malice. Be kind to one another, uh, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. So, again, uh, because of uh, the radical transformation that's taken place as we have come to know Christ, uh, we are to... Uh, On one hand, put away falsehood. Uh, uh, Lying is the native tongue of the unregenerate because they are children of the devil and the devil was a liar from uh, the beginning. So uh, we're to put away the falsehood and we're to speak uh, the truth with our neighbors. Now notice, uh, neighbor in the Bible sometimes can refer to basically anyone. But here it's uh, neighbors for we're members of one another. So I, I suspect contextually he's speaking of those in the church and so we need to be a people uh, that speak the truth to one another we're a people of truth we were formed by the truth for the sake of truth and so as Paul's already mentioned it was to speak the truth in love uh, at some level it's quite easy to speak the truth uh, without being loving, and it's quite easy sometimes to lapse into what we perceive to be loving and yet ab- be absent truth. And those things go uh, together. Uh, the truth is always for our own well-being, for the well-being of the all. So because we belong to a Uh, one another, because we have a vested interest in one another, because we have a vested interest in our testimony to the world, we speak truth uh, to one another, and we deal. Uh, And he goes through kind of a laundry list of common sins, and to the degree 
that we allow those things to, to, uh, uh, to be cultivated in our life is to the degree uh, that uh, uh, we give opportunity for the devil uh, that roaring lion that who seeks he may, whom he may devour, we give him opportunity to have inroad uh, in uh, to our lives, and so uh, we're to speak the truth and to and 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 to be sure that while the truth may be difficult for some to hear, uh, the truth is always for the purpose of building uh, up one another, and and kind of a broad admonition there in verse thirty toward the end of of, of our passage under consideration. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Now, the, what, then he goes on to explain. Now, the Holy Spirit seals you uh, until or for the day of redemption. That uh, the Holy Spirit regenerated, regenerated you. Uh, the Holy Spirit came and took residence with you. Uh, the Holy Spirit is a seal that, that guarantees that you are the genuine article. You are a converted uh, individual. And so because the uh, Spirit is intimate with us, he is aware of everything and a part of all things. Uh, then we're to take care. Uh, he is holy, uh, as is Father and the Son, and He is grieved uh, by our casualness uh, regarding sin, of our hardness regarding sin, of our neglect regarding sin. And so uh, we are not to grieve Him. And I would say that if the Holy Spirit is grieved, that it, the normative reality or the normative corollary is it creates a certain amount of difficulty for the believer, okay? Uh, that he, if he is grieved, uh, then there's going to be some type of witness in your life that draws the, uh, to your attention the reality that you have rebelled against God and there needs to be repentance. And so after saying that, uh, again, the reminder to put away uh, sinful behaviors. Uh, he gives another bit of a, a laundry list and uh, that uh, uh, we are to be a people who's characterized by, by love, uh, not by things such as bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander, all of these things that are so destructive uh, to any community, but most especially the community of the people of God. And then I've always been drawn to the final verse. Uh, as I say, we are to speak truth to one another. Uh, sometimes truth is really not what we want to hear. Sometimes we want to hear that which tickles our ears. We are always uh, can be guilty uh, of, of that. But we're to speak the truth, uh, but we are to always be kind to one another. Even if I have to issue a, a rebuke or a reprimand, it is to be characterized uh, by Kindness and be tender-hearted. Again, uh, being sympathetic. I always remember, even if there's a real need, and and, and a, I mean a, a, an absolute obligation uh, uh, under the Lordship of Christ to speak to someone about a difficult issue, an issue that you see in their life. Uh, always remember that apart from the grace of God, you would be guilty of worse. And so we are to be tender-hearted and forgiving. Uh, particularly, I would say this in the church, but it's true of the workplace, it's true of society at large, whether it's the baseball field or the basketball court or any other social activity. Uh, anywhere there's people, there hurt feelings. Uh, you are going to be slighted. You're going to be outright offended. People are going to say things to you that, that you think, they shouldn't have said that to me. It hurt my feelings. Uh, they should have done this, and they didn't. All of those things are going to be realities of our lives, and what are we to be do, to do? Be forgiving. Be forgiving. 
and certainly a, 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 just a, a defining characteristic of what it means to be a follower of Christ. Why? Well, I could never, I will never have the capacity or the ability or the necessity of forgiving someone to the degree that Christ has forgiven me. Uh, my offense against God is far greater than anything that anyone could do against me in terms of an offense. So God has forgiven far more. So I should let what ultimately, like so many things of this world, are, are going to be irrelevant in the age to come. So what? Let those things go. Let those things go. Be uh, forgiving, practice kindness, and be in mindset, Christ has forgiven me. Who am I uh, to withhold uh, the uh, forgiveness uh, that should be extended uh, to those that I think have wronged me? Well, I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I will look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.